Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, the Penguins find themselves in New York for the second game in a row. Uh, played Thursday, lost the game, although Tristan Jari played better. And, and this is not the time of year you talk about moral wins, but that's kind of where we are here with the Penguins with regard to their goaltending. And looking ahead, this is going to be the interesting matchup uh moving forward for whomever the penguins play in the playoffs if they get to the playoffs right now they are the first wild card which puts them in line with carolina although that could soon be new jersey because the devils are just one point behind carolina 96 to 95 the rangers have put themselves out of reach i think from the penguins with 14 games left i don't know how pittsburgh makes up 10 points you know two of the games have already been played they got one more tonight and they got to win that game tonight mostly because new york islanders are playing san jose and they likely will get to 80 points and the Florida Panthers are playing at home. Now, they got New Jersey, but they are 75 with the same amount of games the Penguins have played. So there's a three-point difference from missing the playoffs completely. The Penguins have done it with inconsistent, erratic play, specifically in goal. Tristan Jari has battled injury. He needs a contract at the end of this year. Is it worth paying him what he wants or what you may, maybe you thought he was worth at the time. He's not been very good, but yanked three out of the last 10, although he responded, I thought, in the second period, especially against the Rangers the other night. And he kept them in the game when it was one-to-one. But, you know, breakdowns are a problem. When you look at the Penguins, and let's assume they get in the playoffs. It'll be as a wild card, depending on who they play. And these are the three likely teams they play. It's Boston, Carolina, or New Jersey. They will be underdogs in all three. Boston is on a record-setting pace. 51 wins already. And the difference in goal is fairly stunning. Linus Olmark is their goaltender, and he's been outstanding this year. He'll be the Vezina winner with a 197 goals against 933 save percentage. He has a ton of wins. And when he doesn't play, Jeremy Swayman has been just as consistent. Carolina's gone through a whole bunch of people, actually. So I don't, you know, I feel more confident going against that team, especially since they lost Andre Svechnikov now for injury for the rest of the season. Frederick Anderson is their main guy, but they flip Antti Ranta in there, and they have a young kid named Peter Kachetkov, who's pretty good, too, when he gets in there. New Jersey's riding with Vitek Vanacek, and he's been terrific, 28-8, sub-2-5 uh, goals against. So the Penguins are going to have the goaltending disadvantage going into that one, and that's been the story for the last couple of years. And when you look at Ron Hextall and the body of work as a general manager, they never really addressed that. They signed the Smith back to a two-year deal. Nothing on Jari. He wanted to wait. Maybe that's a good move now, looking back. If he didn't believe that Jari could be, he wanted to wait and see if he's healthy, that's fine. But he should have brought in somebody else. And I know they have Dustin Tokarski, but they should have brought in even more, I thought, given how important that position is. And he handcuffed himself with some of these signings that you've seen now go away. Kasperi Kapanen being one of them, Brock McGinn being another one. He gave Jeff Carter big money, and now Jeff Carter plays every night no matter what. And that's got to change. So... And while doing that, he let guys go like Evan Rodriguez, like Brandon Tanev, like Jarrett McCann. And those are guys who could have fit in well here. They played well here, I thought, at times during postseason activity. But now they're with different teams. And the Penguins are trying to find something from their bottom six. 
can they get what they need from their bottom six? You know, I don't know. They got to come up with something better. Uh, you can't just have Crosby, who played out of his mind the other night, I thought. He was the best player on the ice, despite the fact that they lost that game. His line was territorially supreme to anybody else on that. Uh, and I like Raquel moving back up to it. Uh, R- Ricard Raquel has, a, as you can tell, he has a chemistry with him. Not that Russ didn't. I just like Raquel better on that line for now. But the third and fourth lines, they've got to come up with points. Uh, and if they don't, they're going to be in trouble. They got some injuries again at defense now with Petrie, Ruda banged up. Uh, P.O. Joseph committed a terrible giveaway the other night against Tyler Mott, and he made him pay for it. Um, they allowed, you know, a bank pass off the boards from Artemi Panarin to Mika Zibanejad, and it's a, it's a clean breakaway three minutes into the game. Those same problems hurt the Penguins. They give up goals early, they give up goals late, and they give up goals when they score immediately thereafter. And you just can't keep doing it. I, I just don't understand why that hasn't been corrected by now. That game tonight at 8 o'clock, it's a nationally televised game. Tell me what you think about it. The other stuff going on this week, of course, was the NFL. And all of this activity and the Steelers were busy. So I'll throw out a question for you, and you can tell me what you think. Of these four players, biggest draft bust for the Steelers of recent times. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And I'm going back probably to 2000 or a little bit beyond that because I can't remember when Jermaine Stevens was here with Bill Cowher. But my list went up with Jermaine Stevens, Artie Burns, Troy Edwards, number one pick, and Devin Bush. And Bush was just obviously out of their plans. He signed a one-year deal with Seattle. Of those four, who do you think has been the biggest draft bust? I'll tell you, my answer is not Devin Bush because Devin Bush did play. And when he played before he was injured, he looked like he was going to be a difference maker out there side to side. I remember that game against the Chargers in that small stadium before they moved into SoFi. And he was terrific. Fumble recovery. He did a lot of stuff. And he was until that injury. I don't know what happened to him at that injury, but his game changed. Everything changed. I thought his demeanor changed. Uh, it's not Devin Bush for me. My answer would be Jermaine Stevens, just because of the way uh, it all went out. You know, he had that run test where he threw up and Bill Cowher couldn't stand it. Uh, Artie Burns played a little. Troy Edwards, that was just a terrible pick. Of those four, who would you pick? At 412-928-9370. There were a lot, a lot of signings. Of course, we saw the quarterback shuffle game going on, and now there's still, still incomplete work between the Jets and the Packers. What happens to Aaron Rodgers? the drama king of the NFL right now and how this whole thing is playing out. We'll see. The Packers may be, uh, you know, doubling down and say, okay, you want him? You agreed to him? Fine. Uh, we want more than what you're willing to give. Who knows what those negotiations are like. In the meantime, the Steelers are busy. They brought in Nate Herbick to start a two-year, uh, $8 million, I believe, deal on the offensive line. He likely will challenge Kevin Dotson and probably beat Kevin Dotson out. Kevin Dotson was... You know, he was better when he was a rookie, I thought. Took a step back. He played a lot last year, mostly because Kendrick Green could not. I like Herbick to win that job. And I think Andy Weidel knows him pretty well, and that gives me confidence. They also brought in a couple of linebackers. In fact, 
completely gutted their linebacker play. Bush gone to Seattle, Spillane gone to the Rangers, and then they just cut Miles Jack. And instead, you have now Alondo Roberts, who was with the Dolphins, but originally drafted by the Patriots. And he won a couple of Super Bowls there back when, you know, he was I he was not a high pick. He was like a sixth round pick, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but last year had four and a half sacks, led the Dolphins in tackles. So they're going to bring in an active guy. They also brought in Cole Holcomb, who is a starter in Washington. Now, he, like Robert Spillane, was undrafted. But he ends up getting a three-year deal, but turned out to be a four-year starter. Very reliable, had a ton of tackles back in 2020, I believe, or was it 19 before the pandemic season? I'm not sure, but he was an active guy. He had an injury last year that denied him uh, big numbers like that, although he was on pace to do it. They brought back Larry Ogunjobi, which I'm fine with. I'm not fine with the number of money that he gave. Three years, $28.7 million. That's a lot of money for a guy who was, to me, looking like a part-time player. He was injured. No fault of his own, but he was injured. He's coming, you know, Chicago pulled out of a deal because of an injury in a physical situation. They believe he's going to be fine. And if so, he can be a difference maker, but he has to be out there. So I don't know about $28 million. DeMonte KZ certainly has a role here. But the big news was Patrick Peterson. They let go of Cam Sutton. Maybe it was because it was too much money. I tend to think three years, $33 million for Cam Sutton's a bit much. But the Steelers, they chose to move in a different direction. When that happened, they went after Patrick Peterson and got the two-time All-Pro, um, eight-time Pro Bowler, and gave him a, a deal that's, you know, it's certainly not one that's going to kill him at two years, $14 million. So a lot of activity going on, and we're going to continue to talk about it. I'll go over that final for the March Madness, where we're headed right now with all the matchups coming up today. But I want to hear from you at 412-928-9370. We'll get into that in the Pirates as they're getting closer to opening day. We do know this, that it's going to be Mitch Keller as your starter and opening day. And I think he's going to have a good year. He finished really strong last year. And I would expect that to continue this year. They also have some young kids who are, I would hope, by the midway point of the season are up here. Mike Burroughs, Quinn Priester, that would depend on how Ronzi Contreras does. They have veterans in Rich Hill and Vince Velasquez. Um, those are okay, but I want to see young guys. I want to see Gonzalez. I want to see Piguero. I know Cruz and Castro are here right now, but that could be your future uh, double play combination. Travis Swaggerty's had a hot bat from what I can tell watching some of And Jason Mackey's done a very good job down there every single day covering this thing. Um, and you can see his stuff in the Post-Gazette to know that. And, you know, I watch Swaggerty. I think the guy's got swag. He's... <laughs> It's a good name to have because he backs it up. He's a pretty good player, and I hope he can end up coming up here as well. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.